Okay, here we are on episode 7, I believe it is, of the J-Rock Onsen. And today, it's just myself, Mazo, and Nexus, because everybody else fucking abandoned us. With that being said, definitely going to be a much shorter uh, episode. Maybe try some experimental stuff with some more discussion instead of stories, because really this month was definitely a slow month. Like literally nothing happened. Not or literally it nothing. And we didn't cover it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shitty way to put it, but uh, mm. some things did happen. And on that note, one of the things that did happen will be our first story. And that thing that did happen was the legendary Diron Gray went on ahead and revealed a track list for us for the Insulated World which is their new album coming out on September 26th, which is getting a lot closer. I, I, I keep forgetting how soon this shit's going to be coming out. Yeah, the tour is steadily approaching. Yeah, I don't want to hear about that at all. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot they that they're not here. coming to America. They're not coming to America. No, they're <laughs> not. Fuck. <laughs> They're going to come. I think they implied something like that. The uh, One of the fan clubs or whatever, like the unofficial ones, is like, look out, they're, they're going to announce it any day now. And in my head, I'm like, no, they're not. Fuck off. But it's funny because the last show that they had here, after the show, I told my friends, I was like, okay, guys, next time we're going VIP. Like, we have to at this point. We've been to so many shows now. We just have to do the VIP just to get it out of the way to have it done. Yeah, So same. I said that. And then they never show up. Oh, Kyo like totally felt it like Mazo wants to meet me. Yeah, the, to meet they're like packing yeah. up their shit and I'm outside the venue and I'm like, next time we're going VIP. He's like, Kyo like, what? What? Nani? He goes all wide eyed. Yeah, exactly. Nani? You're never coming back. Get on the plane. Like, get the fuck out of here. You're leaving. So what we're seeing with the uh, Insulated World, it's going to be uh, 13 tracks with 11 new songs. Uh, there's going to be a remake of Keegan, The Deeper Vileness, and Ryu, and uh, they're also going to have a live performance of Ash and Beautiful Dirt, which were recorded on June 30th. I'm basically reading directly from the article here. So that's something to look forward to. That is a lot of new music from, from them, so that's a good thing. The tracks are mostly uh, Japanese titles. I don't want to butcher the fuck out of them, so I'm not just going to read through all of them. Some of the English ones have interesting names, like Devote My Life as the second track, which yeah. I thought was a very strange track for Dear Andre. Why? It just sounds too... Uh, mm, ha- not not happy, but like not metal as fuck. I mean, you know how... <laughs> you know how when you look at Kyo recently and he's like showing up at Sugizo's show in sparkly sunglasses... I, I, I don't like follow. That looking, looking I don't follow that kind she, of stuff. He's he's um. I'm gonna say that he seems to be in a good place in his life. He's looking very happy and bright and wearing colors and shit. I don't know. I don't know how that's gonna reflect in his music because we sure do know that when Meiji Brace Genki Genki is uh, happy and not depressed and uh, cutting himself. His music quality goes down, but hey, might be nice. I like well, Happy Kyo because Sad Kyo makes me depressed. I think there is a kind of, I, I don't know how to word it exactly, but there's kind of multiple personas to Kyo. Oh, yeah, totally. And I feel, you know, it might be wrong to say it this way, but 
the kyo that we get in Dirangre is definitely different from the one in Suke Kyo. It's not necessarily an act that he puts on, but it kind of is. It's his stage presence. It's what he is being for this band at that time. It's the image he's promoting. Mm. And yeah. I feel like that's very different from who he truly is. Of course. And it is. it's kind of his professional integrity that makes him that way on stage. Yeah. And, in interviews and stuff. And I think depending on what he's trying to promote at the time or whether or not he's trying to be himself, we might see different things like this sparkly, whatever, whatever yeah. might be more about, you know, him actually being himself. But then, you know, the next day we might see him like super dark and whatever, promoting his uh, like next poetry book. Yeah. And then we'll see him all dressed up for Diru. And then we'll see him in a fucking fedora for Suke Kyo. Like, there's many sides yeah, to this those, guy. Those are like his uh, civilian Suke Kyo looks. Because used to be that for Suke Kyo, he, he would dress up weirder. But I think Diran Gray is kind of taking over the weird dress ups recently. Yeah, I think it goes back and forth in a way. I, I, I will admit I don't follow Suke Kyo too much. I don't like the music as much. I mean, it's his vocals like, will always be great to me, but I don't like the background music as much, it's, the supporting It's too, it's too subdued, I think. It's like you keep expecting it to like get rolling, like with Dylan Gray, and it just never does. Yeah, and there's nothing necessarily wrong with it, but most of the time it's not what I'm looking for. So therefore I don't follow it too closely, yeah, but I do valid. listen. But, you know, let's, let's move on from talking about Suke Kyo and how beautiful Kyo is and all that good shit. And back to the insulated world, we got the track list. And then I think it was like yesterday from the time of recording this, the day before they announced or basically posted the album art. The album art is very different. I know you have some opinions on this, Nexus. My only opinion, uh, just to get it out of the way, in a lot of ways, it reminded me of System of a Down, but then a little bit of Muse to Western oh, yeah. bands, if anybody's aware. You're so totally right. I didn't know where to like put it because it's so different from anything that Diru's ever done before. Super weird. But if you just, if you bring that up, yeah, that actually makes sense. It's super reminiscent of that. I honestly, <laughs> honestly, everybody, everybody that I know has been doing nothing else but memeing the shit out of the cover uh, with really? aliens and shit like that and conspiracy theories and like Kyo's enlightened he's reaching the space brain meme uh. it's like um when you i don't know uh it's often said don't judge a book or well a music album by its cover but if i look at the track list and if i look at the cover art and <laughs> try to put them together you know how a cover art is supposed to reflect the like feel or yeah, so yeah. Album, I, I, I you agree look at the that. cover art and I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to expect? Exactly, exactly. I feel the same exact way. I feel like, again, looking at the track list, looking at the album art, it's very hard to tell what this album's going to sound like. Yeah. The only thing we know is that I think, is Utafumi on this one or was uh, that on something else? I don't know. Honestly. Yeah, we just know the singles that are going to be on this one, yeah. which it's. Those are two different singles, admittedly. They both sound different in their own respect. And then a lot of times I found in the past, for example, Ark, the two singles on there sound very different from each other and then sound wholly different from the album. It's just 
Uh-huh. When you hear a single from them, it's like, okay, this is a nice sound. Let's see what the next thing is. It's like, okay, this is different, but it's nice too. And the album comes out and you're like, this album's totally different. And then you get to the single while you're listening to the complete album and you're like, wow, that was a totally different change in mood and tone and everything. And then you get back to the album and it's just weird. Yeah. They're not consistent, and I think that's one of the things that I do like about them. Yeah, yeah. Some some people get bothered by it because they like to know what to expect from their band, but fuck it. Exactly. It's it's the best. Like just, you never know what your Andre is gonna do. You just know you're gonna love it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's with Dirangre, it's you, you cannot really half fastedly like Dirangre only a little bit, which is Loki um Loki full of you because I'm not that passionate about Dirangre, but well, like whatever they do, I'm prepared to not judge it until I hear it, if you, if you know what I mean. Yeah, see, that's what I was going to say. Even if you're not into them, you're very aware of them as long as you're tuned into the world of J-Rock and Visual K, because yeah. they're kind of up there. Like, you just have to be. You're aware yeah. of it. You're going to listen to a track or two. I guess that's really all we have on Duran Grey. We got the album art. We got the track list. We got some new songs coming, obviously, with this track list. Some uh, old favorites coming back. And then we got the singles coming out. It's coming out in multiple editions. They're doing that blue spec CD thing again, which I think this time I might jump for that one just to see how much of a difference it makes. I didn't do it with ARC. I just got the standard CD. I might go blue spec this time. And if I do... Um, if I write a review for this one, I'll be sure to let everyone know Blue Spec is the fucking way to go. But if I want to get it early, I might have to just like iTunes it or something lame just because of shipping and all that. But uh, so, you know, that's Dear Andre. Those are it's my big story. They're doing things. What's going on in the VK world with you, Nexus? Uh, honestly, in the next generic Nexus uh, VK world, nothing much going on. But I got a story pulled up about what God's been doing, aside from shit talking Malice Miser on foreign media. Okay, that's uh, not confirmed as uh, official. That's yeah, just yeah. so. Not, of, not official. It's not no, official, what, what, but yeah. if you run into it, it is an interesting read. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're not saying it's official, but if you run into it, it surely is an interesting read. About what Skag's been officially, confirmedly doing is... Yeah, he's about gonna people be, abusing Gag. Yeah, he's going to be starring in a movie again, which he been doing a lot. Uh, that one's official. <laughs> he's um it's been announced in I think like April but a movie's coming out named Tonde Saitama um based on a manga by uh, Mineo Maya and Gakt is Gakt is on the news so partly because he's going to be playing an 18 year old in this manga adaptation that is actually an adaptation of a yaoi manga but unfortunately I'm going to have to disappoint all of you and say that the movie uh, gender band the main character so it is not yaoi anymore which is Loki sad because who doesn't want to see Gakt playing 18 year old in a yaoi adaptation I don't. That's valid. He's going to be in this, this movie that's coming out to February 22nd, 2019. So it's not all that far away. He's super curious about how they're going to make him look 18. Either it, uh, Since it gets promoted so much in the articles, I don't think they are aging up the character. So he's probably going to be 18, played by Gakt, who's what, pulling 50? How old is Gakt right now? I think he's uh, in his 40s. I think he's like 46 or 47. Gakt is 45 right now. <sighs> yeah. I was close. But he looks 12. Not really. He kind of just looks like a, he kind of just looks 40. Really. 
40 with a very plastic face. Uh, I, I, you know, I haven't seen any like super current images of him. Like he even the one in our article, I'm not sure when that photo was taken of this him. This one's older. He looks different now. Yeah, that's what I thought. Jack definitely doesn't look 18 is what I'll say. Yeah, <laughs> But I will also say he also definitely doesn't look 45. That's also true. Adam, which, how how um, augmented his face is, let's say he, it's gonna sound super mean, but I'm gonna have to say that he half doesn't even look human. Like, like he doesn't age like a human would because he's got stuff done. So he kind of just looks like... Amazing. Super mean if I say he looks like a doll. But, he looks amazing. I mean... Gacked is a timeless beauty. Yeah, Gact is constant. Yeah, when when Russia and the U.S. finally bomb everyone to the Stone yeah, Age, we'll just, all Gact that will, will remain is Gact. Sit, sit in the rubble and be like, well, what now? <laughs> like Gilgamesh. <laughs> yeah. He's just doing word, good Gilgamesh, just looking at him now. The world has ended. All that is left is Gact. If they ever do a, a fate live action, he better be Gilgamesh. That's all I'm saying. Oh, that would be nice. That would be nice. So he's gonna be in this movie. He's gonna be eighteen. Honestly, if I if I look at the manga, I assume he's gonna look like kinda like he did in Mali, because it seems to be some sort of a prince character or whatever it might be. Like long hair. Yeah, that's that's the image right next to it, right? I yeah. I, I really wonder how they're gonna trans that over into modern film. Uh kinda really wanna see that. We're going to one of these days, buddy. One of these days we're gonna see it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's yeah, about probably, gap, probably, probably sometime around February 22nd, 2019, which is the release. The Tuesday. Even though is it's it a Friday. Tuesday? How do you no, know it's a, it's a Tuesday? <laughs> it's a Why the fuck would you say it's a Tuesday? Because it's February 22nd, 222. That's just the lamest fucking excuse. That's just making shit up. Yeah. Kinda. Okay, well, since you're just gonna make shit up, that pretty much that pretty much covers our big stories. There wasn't a whole lot that happened. Uh, well, there was stuff that happened, but the people that could was, talk about it the, are not here. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. So in in Europe, is it is it in England where Hyper Japan happened? Yeah, it's in London. Okay, so in London, Hyper Japan happened, and we had, like, a whole fucking squad there, it seems like. Yeah. Our writers, our fucking founder, like, everybody was there, you know, except for the American guy and this Slav over here, and none of them are available for the podcast, so I I honestly wanted to know more about Hyper Japan. I wanted to know what exactly it is, because instead of Googling it and reading all this stuff, I wanted them to explain it to us and any audience members who might be curious. But you'll never know. Since we released all those videos of cis wrestling with all them guys. Arm wrestling. Uh, So more about it. Arm wrestling. Yeah, wrestling. wrestling, You say he was wrestling with these people. It sounds like they got in spandex (laughs) and started just hugging each other. Shit, I would pay to see that. Hell yeah, man. You could sell that. So yeah, there that that was a lot of what happened this month was Hyper Japan, and because of that, that would have been a good chunk to cover, but it's okay, we don't have it. So this one's going to be short, like I said, so we're just going to jump into social media this time, because there really isn't any quick little bits, so... I mean, um, I mean we could we could technically remind you that Kamijo's Europe tour is still happening, but that's about the only thing that I can tell you, we don't got any quick bits, nothing oh, happening. There you go, there you go, there you go go if you want to see Kami Joe which you should you can soon just be aware of it and with that one 
we'll jump right into social media. This month, we're talking about two things since they're very closely related, which is the use of J-Rock songs as ringtones and alarm clocks. And overwhelmingly, I say overwhelmingly, but it was a solid majority. Yeah of people said that yes they do use a song for a ringtone and yes they do use a song for an alarm clock some people used to and some people never have but more than never having some people either have or currently do have which you know i <laughs> i even responded to this when i see my response in it i have uroko by diron gray as my ringtone right now i change it probably every time they release a new song or album <laughs> sometimes i'll even use like promotional clips for uh, are you aware are you aware that uroko is quite old and there's there has already been other stuff yeah but uroko is really good see <laughs> It's, so it's really good. good. It's so it's, good that uh, you ignored all the stuff that came after, right? Always, always. Like if if something really, really good comes out, it won't change for a while. Yeah. Before Uroko, uh, it was it was a promotional clip of the single that came out before Arc, but I can't remember the name of that single off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. It was just a promotional clip that I used, and then I mean, you don't need all that much footage for a ringtone, so. No, you don't, which is which is why that's that's one of the things I wanted to mention is I think that's kind of one of the reasons some people don't use them is because a lot of times the part of the song you want to hear is like somewhere towards the middle. And when the ringtone goes off, you're not going to be a dick and just be like, I'm going to wait until it gets to the good part. <laughs> I mean, you can, you can cut it. <laughs> that's what I used to do. I used to cut mine. And when I was like super edgy, I had uh, agitated screams of maggots. Oh, I had the, the chorus, I'll rape your daughter on your grave. That was my that was not my ringtone that was my text tone so every time i got a text message it's valid i yeah, usually I, I do the thing because i'm lazy to cut them i just pick one that's got an interesting beginning and that's about it because like i yeah. what for i get i get two sim cards and for each one i use a different ringtone and for one of them it's uh, malice against by nocturnal bloodlust which starts with hero laughing man- maniacally Oh, can I can I guess the other one? Yeah, is it Der Konig, Der Dunkelheit by D? Yeah, it is. Damn, I'm good. And then that one starts with I don't know Asagi doing cool shit with his voice. So so that's why those got picked for you because the intro is really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it takes the editing trouble out of it. So I think that's kind of a turnoff for some people. Like I said, is the middle is really good and they don't want to do the editing but it's worth it guys to have like your little song play every time somebody calls you even though nobody likes you and nobody ever fucking calls you but at least you know once every six months when you do get a phone call it's a wrong number you get to hear a good song oh yeah <laughs> I, uh, uh, only if you don't do the thing which i do that is keep your phone on silent most of the time so you got a call somebody as i got out of school it was full volume all the time i don't care who <laughs> i disturb all the time Full volume all the time. They they hear they they are forced to submit to Dear Andre whenever I want them to. I don't, I'm looking through the Twitter responses about the about the ringtones, but not all the interesting stuff is coming up. Another nocturnal bloodlust. It, it's here. Break this fake. Get a seconda. That's great for a ringtone. Somebody is harassing Bido on our tweet. Please don't do that. <laughs> Cape Gold by Deloitte is another good one. I would use that probably. But I think we can move to the to the alarm clock. Yeah, so for the alarm clock one, actually, I, 
I, right now, I think my alarm is a song by Voodoo Kung Fu, which isn't technically J-Rock. I can't say it's not technically J-Rock. It's not J-Rock. It's Chinese. So it's um, I have Voodoo Kung Fu right now. But in the past, I have had J-Rock ones. I did have, um, I had an edit of Deluhi's Wake Up for obvious oh, that's reasons. Great. <laughs> so that one that one worked for very quite a while i got i got you so by nocturnal bloodlust again because they're just they're just good for ringtones and shit like that because i think you so starts with hero screaming so those are always good when it starts with if, the if you if you have trouble waking up like i do that's something that's gonna definitely wake up the fucking dead yeah so, like I, uh, which I don't know if this happens to you, but I have had several songs as ringtones during my life, and it often happens that if I keep it as my ringtone for too long, I start hating it, and oh, then, I, then I, I don't cannot have that at all. Then I cannot even listen to the song like if it's not my ringtone because well. I'm I'm a night owl and I always stay up late I'm, and when I'm I hear later up, anyway. <laughs> when I when I have to wake up, I hate waking up. So each time I hear the ringtone, I get like sort of this panicky feeling, like fuck, what what year is it? What the fuck? And the song, if you hear it enough as your ringtone, it starts associating itself with this unpleasant feeling. And then if you hear oh, it somewhere, I still, you you I still get this unpleasant feeling subconsciously, and it's really unpleasant. And it yeah, takes, when I oh go on, it takes a lot of time to get rid of it i for several years i used to have one of mikado's songs an alarm clock i think it was called my name by glams and it took me probably like two years to be able to listen to it again without getting the unpleasant feeling that i get that is associated with waking up to this song yeah i was i was gonna say since you did mention that you know you get ptsd from these songs essentially <laughs> waking is, up uh... ptsd yeah, I, when I when I got my first job, um, which I'm still working at the same company, but I work a different position now in different mm. hours. Um, my shift started at five in the morning, oh my God. and I really didn't want to be late because it was my first job ever. So I'd set my alarm clock, you know, for four or something. It doesn't take me long to get ready. So it was an alarm clock because it was much louder than my phone could get at the time. But mm. I still had the backup of the phone playing the song just in case somehow I didn't get woken up by the alarm clock yeah. and even to this day if i hear an alarm clock just that generic beeping oh my god down i get oh really god. stressed out like i yeah, can yeah. feel my veins constricting and i'm just like i need to be somewhere now <laughs> yeah <laughs> i so good totally fucking know which beeping sound you mean and it's, it's so the no. worst it's the worst that i there was I was like in line at a theater and somebody had it as their ringtone and I felt terrible when it happened. No, I'm really like when you bring this up, I seriously feel like half our society has some sort of alarm clock PTSD because this cannot be an isolated incident. It's just extreme anxiety that you get yeah, from like, it because fuck, fuck you, you know you need to be somewhere like now and it's just, oh, it's no good. No, no, no. So I think that's that's a good defense or argument as to why you should have a J-Rock ringtone or alarm clock is it kind of takes a bit of the edge off of but, it. You know, it's less of get the fuck up, go, go, go. And more of, hey, I like this song. I better you, start might, my day. you might be you might need to be aware that you are running the risk of uh, making yourself hate the song. So either change them often so you don't develop this song PTSD or make it a song that you hate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, that works because you'll really want to get up and turn it the yeah, fuck it, off. Yeah, turn it the fuck off. It's gonna wake you up if you start hating the song before of the alarm. Because of the alarm, nothing happens because you hated it before. Might be super effective. It's super effective. <laughs> what about what some people said that they got for our alarm? So the one, the one that really stood out to me for obvious reasons uh, mm-hmm. was uh, Philip mentioned that he has "Audience Killer Loop" by Duran Gray as his mm-hmm. alarm, which huh. I wonder if it's edited or not because the opening for that one is it's like that distorted kind of synth sounding oh no i would hate that cling 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 kind of thing i don't i don't know how to describe it accurately and i'm not about to like make noises like to make the sound that's not what it sounds like by the way that's what the intro is like so i don't see that working very well as an alarm clock but we have evidence here that it's totally possible that it does work but then again this guy could be unemployed because he never wakes up on time to go to work (laughs) I see you I see here that you're not the only one that came up with the idea of Delhi's wake up. Oh really? Yeah, I there's mean, there's a Vicky. Yeah, yeah. Uh I don't uh, what's that Kana right there? What are you doing? Man, I'm not good with the katakana. But the uh Vicky at is the name. Kareuta. Yeah. Vicky. Because the the first oh, one is a U with the double line and with it's the, a V. With the yeah, Vicky. V. It's the V. V. <laughs> v. Yeah. Vicky. That's yeah, okay. Anyway, um yeah, Deluhi's wake up for years now. So that's a champion right there. I'm gonna go He's on ahead and like that with my mouse <laughs> just send a little heart your I way mean, i mean it's probably the perfect choice because the song is like really upbeat it's thematic because you know wake the fuck up bitch yeah exactly and like you said it is definitely upbeat it is it, it, it's got its own kind of happy sound to it i like i like the vocals in that one a lot and i wasn't really a big deluhi fan i had a friend who was which is why i was always carrying around a bunch of deluhi he got me to listen to that one i'm like you know what make a good alarm do you like if if you never like Deluhi, do you like Far East? Nope. And it's not that I don't like Far East Disney. I, I just haven't really given them a chance, huh. I guess, is a more accurate way to describe it. You should try. They, I think they sound like something you would like. Well, I'll, I'll look into it. I'll take your recommendation into account. I, I think this is actually a decent stopping point. We're at a uh, yeah, okay. good length here. Um, you know, thank you to everybody who participated in these polls that we set up. You know, we're setting up all setting them up all the time and we like to see your responses. As proof of that, we'll name name from time to time. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's the onsen for uh, this month. Hopefully next month we'll have more people and more stories and we'll be on the freaking ball. As always, I've been your host Maza with my co-host Nexus. Okay, there we go. We got something out of Nexus. And then we got si- oh we don't have Sis. But we got in uh, <laughs> we don't got MVP either. We don't got it. Alright guys. Me. Bye. We'll see you around. <laughs>